Hello, my friend. You are tuned into a brand new episode of Tide Pod. And today I couldn't be more excited because we are digging into a topic that I don't think we have quite breached here on the show. And to do that, I'm joined by our lovely guest, Destiny J. Thomas, formerly known as Her Beauty Speaks. And Destiny is a writer, an educator, a creative entrepreneur based actually where I'm based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, through her passion for storytelling, she really is able to infuse her undeniable love for education and community, which is really going to bring us to the topic at hand today, because for those of you who have never been introduced to Destiny, she is the CEO and editor-in-chief of Sage Magazine, an international Black-owned magazine company made for like-minded creative brands and entrepreneurs. Now, I am super, super excited to really dig in with Destiny because we're going to talk about what it has taken and what the journey towards building a communal-based brand and platform has really looked like over the past few years of its creation. So before y'all get distracted, I want you to close all the tabs. You got to open on Google. Go ahead and get your notebook out to take some fresh notes, get your beverages, whatever you got to do, because we are going to dig in. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and trained industrial organizational psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to TIPOD. Today's episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Have you ever opened one of those business emails and been like, holy cow, why the heck is their newsletter so beautiful? Chances are it's probably because of Flowdesk. Now, I'll keep it 100% real with you. I definitely use Flowdesk to send a balance of back to the basics emails, super old school style, as well as those fancy newsletter style announcements. So for me, Flowdesk 100% fits the bill on aesthetics plus functionality. And I'll let you in on a little secret. My open rates are out of this world. I'm telling you, it works for me. So if beauty and effectiveness is your thing, you're definitely going to want to check out Flowdesk today. Per usual, I've got you covered with a nice little hookup. You can grab your subscription of Flowdesk with a free 30-day trial and get this 50% off. Just go to tianatai.com slash Flowdesk. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K. Or if you're already on the website, you can just simply use the code Tiana50. T-I-A-N-N-A-5-0. And I've got you covered, my friend. Destiny, so happy to have you here on the show. Can you please, I know I like did the whole bio thing, but can you please let everyone know more about who you are, how you got here, all about Sage, all the things. We want to know it all. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here too and excited to be able to share my story and be able to share more of Sage Magazine with you. Hi, everyone. I'm Destiny J. Thomas. I am a creative entrepreneur a writer and educator, the CEO and founder of Sage Magazine. Um, Sage I'm talking twice. Sage Magazine is a Black-owned 
international magazine company. We serve all creative entrepreneurs and brands within the fields of fashion, beauty, lifestyle, health and wellness, and arts entertainment. Um, Sage has been a dream baby of mine. I've always wanted to have a magazine. Growing up, I've always been a very creative, artistic person. Sports was never my thing. <laughs> Although I love watching sports though, but playing any of them was never my thing. Um, I've always been that girl of, who loved to write, read, paint, draw, you name it. That was me. I was that girl in English class who got her work done, summer reading projects done early because I just love doing it. <laughs> Going to the art store, craft store, getting all the supplies together. That was the, that was me. That's still me. Um, so Sage is pretty much a mirage. Everything that I love, writing, photography, videography, editing, creating, all the things. Um, and to be able to have a platform where creatives of all colors, shapes, and sizes around from around the world, different countries can relate, can share their story, can able to focus on their brand and their personal journey in a way that inspires and encourages people around the world is has been a blessing and something that I do not take lightly or for granted every day I thank God for blessing me with this life and with this career and with this passion um, I'm also an early education teacher by heart so I also have a degree in early education so I'm able to help young children in special needs and general education be able to learn and grow and expand in their knowledge and understanding. So just being able to help and inspire others has always been a part of, you know, my purpose and my calling. And I didn't always think that that was possible. Um, I wasn't always secure or confident about it. Um, but moving to Georgia, originally from New York, but moving to Georgia, I was able to come into myself a bit more, rediscover and discover myself and just let God have his way with me. So here we are today. <laughs> And here we are. And so, you know, as someone who like y'all, Destiny and I, I know that we talked about having you on the show a while back. And so we just yeah. haven't actually been in each, in each other's orbits for all that long. And right. I find it interesting as like a consumer, right? When I go mm -hmm. over to Sage Magco on Instagram, mm -hmm. it's uh -huh. beautiful. Like you said, you see all sizes, shapes and colors, like it's aesthetic and it's community based, right? Mm -hmm. And yes. my mind can't actually fully wrap around, to be honest with you, like I'm a personal brand and a lot of my colleagues are personal brands, right? So my yeah. mind can't actually fully wrap around what it's been like for you to start this baby and mm -hmm. grow it over the last, I think you said three years to me when we were offline and mm -hmm. do so in a way that feels inclusive and feels community-based without necessarily like pivoting from personal brand or do, doing some of those things that we often hear in the space. Can you just talk to us a little bit about what it was like in the early stages of Sage? I think we would all be really interested to hear about that. Sure, well, thank you so much for taking the time to check Sage out. You know, everybody's love and support is truly appreciated from the bottom of our hearts, from my team and I, we always appreciate everybody, you know, being able to share support and show how it, they've connected to Sage. So for one, thank you. Um, for two, a lot of people don't may or may not know this, but I go by, I used to go by Herbie Speaks and it's still, it actually turned out to be a Twitter name. So I still have it to this day. So I have this Twitter name. It's still a personal brand where I, you know, share certain writings and essays um, that I've come to write, written over the years. Um, but and so community and inspiration um, has always been a part of me, you know, as I came to God, 
as I became to get older, I realized, you know, the importance of having people around who supported you, you can relate with, um, who you can actually um, connect with on a deeper level. Um, I've always been that intuitive, old soul kind of woman. Um, growing up, I was a very shy and awkward young Black girl, like literally Issa Rae <laughs> in a Caribbean version. <laughs> um, and so, yes, yeah, so I've always been that kind of girl. So writing in art was my escapism by way of being able to share my story, be able to express my thoughts without anybody judging me. Um, and so I, I, a part of me always just wanted to help others and inspire others. So I feel like God leading me to start Herpity Speaks, which, which was my personal brand, but yet it was still very communal and um, creative based. So that was always, has always been a blessing. And then leaning into some years later in 2014, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2014, starting the in my no, 2016, starting the in my skin campaign, um, which was a digital platform creatives of color from around the world. We were able to showcase and share the story and art of women and men from around the world who you know spoke to our community as black and black women and men. Um, and then fast forward to 2019, starting Sage Magazine. Um, that's actually a fun story because my business partner is in France. And so um, at, during the time I was actually running my own web design studio. And so, because I do all the copy and the web design, like everything is pretty much done in-house except printing right now. Um, and so me and her met through Instagram too. And we just wanted to collaborate on an idea, ebook project. She was a graphic designer. I'm a writer and a designer too. So we we're just like, okay, we have to collaborate. We had a few Instagram meetings. Um, I think it was about the second or third meeting where I felt the shift in what we were about to do change um, and we were talking writing out notes I still write in my notebook and on my phone it's just nothing nothing feels better than writing on paper sorry not sorry <laughs> and so um, yeah we had notebooks in our hand video chatting um, and we were talking about the project and we're talking and all of a sudden I just hear God say turn it into a magazine so I'm thinking like all right God how am I going to say this? <laughs> so I'm like, Tori, she's like, yeah, I was like, um, okay, how about we turn this into a magazine? And she was just like, okay, okay. Then the second thing she asks, what's the name of it? And so God said Sage Magazine. And I'm like, okay, Sage Magazine. And she was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> she's like, um, what is it going to be about? And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not too sure yet, but I know I want it to be fashion, lifestyle, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle based. Um, I feel like, especially as Black-owned, women-owned businesses in the media and magazine world, no one's really doing that, you know? And she was like, no, I totally understand. And I'm like, I really want it to be very inclusive. Um, we don't want to leave anything out. And just to start off, let's just start off for women-owned brands. So that's what we were at first. We were a digital platform for women-owned brands within fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. Um, and now... Oof, that has changed so much, but at the core of everything, Sage has always been about inspiration and empowerment and community. Um, now with just a twist, if you will, just being able to serve um, a diverse and inclusive community is very important to me. Um, I am a Caribbean woman. I am Jamaican and Guyanese. Um, I speak Spanish. Uh, my first love of food was not Jamaican food. It was Haitian food. So I'm very, and I come from New York. So I'm a very multicultural and multifaceted kind of person. So it would only mean right that God would lead me on this path of being able to share that very same passion, that love and inspiration to others. Um, and it just so happens that Sage is the 
brainchild and the um, beginning of that journey because there's so much more ahead, but I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm just grateful that um, God has allowed me to get out my shell to be able to learn that I can still share my story, my voice, my passion with others and not feel ashamed, not feel judged and um, be able to show my face because for a long time, I did not want to do that. I created that name, Herbie Speaks, as a way to um, showcase my art without being able to show myself. And so now creating Sage has allowed me to be able to do all of those things and still be able to rock my role, rock my authority and um, grow as a person. So I'm excited and grateful. And I hope it inspires so many people continuously because that is our prayer and our hope to be able to inspire and to let others know that they can do the same thing as well and to never compare your journey to anyone else. Ooh, a word, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it isn't it really nice when you have the idea and it's God generated and then everything just kind of falls into alignment? That all yes. like like that's what we want things to feel like all the time because it always feels so right. happen. <laughs> I have to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Primally Pure. Y'all, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I've tried a lot of natural deodorants and my husband disapproves of 99.9% of them, but not my new Primally Pure charcoal deodorant. I have been so excited to share this with you because I have been testing it myself for three full months before I decided that it was worth sharing. This is absolutely my hands-down favorite natural deodorant, and I've tried at least five or six brands by now. And even better, it can be your new favorite too. You can get your next order for 10% off by using the code TIANA10. That's right, T-I-A-N-N-A-1-0, and you're on your way to your new favorite deodorant. And hopefully your significant other will approve of this one. So I'm curious then, as you transitioned from Her Beauty Speaks into Sage Magazine and you're building it all out, something that I speak about early on in the early days is Mm -hmm. it wasn't just me. It wasn't just my art. It wasn't just my platform. I immediately, we, your business partner and you, immediately (laughs) started making sure you were outreaching to the creative community at large, making sure that there was that visibility for different types of entrepreneurs and brands and yada, yada, yada. And so I'm Mm -hmm. curious, what was it like for you in those early phases to do some of those reach outs and to start to really build out that community? Like, was it you were just doing coffee chats five times a week to just get to know people? Was it based off of connections you had already established with Her Beauty Speaks? Like, can you speak to that a little bit for us? Yeah, sure. I think that's a great question. Um, To be honest, it was a mirage of both. Um, I try to tell people, I say this all the time, and I'm really serious about this when that time comes. I am going to reach out, well, either me or our our team, whoever, we are going to reach out to Instagram because 95% of our people, our community is from Instagram. Um, And so I've met a lot of amazing people over the years, you know, doing my course of work. And so I've definitely included them in some of these issues in our platform. I'm always like, hey, I think this would be great. I'm starting this. Um, Would you like to be a part of it? And so a lot of people may not know that, but a lot of people who has worked with us outside of being like first time um, brand partners, I've also like personally know and connect with. 
And so having a mirage of both has really been the best of both worlds. And those who have met, we've met, all of us met, um, through Starting Sage have become very, very close people to us. Um, I am all about, you know, providing a community that feels safe, that feels celebrated, that feels worthy, um, that feels real, you know, especially in this day and age in media, especially where media is just superficial, unreal, and um, concerned with all the things that are, are not, that, that do not matter, do not hold much value or light. It's very, very important that we stay true to who we are and the core of who we are, which is our heart, which is community and inspiration. Um, and so, yeah, so I've always been that that kind of person. And so it was a very, I don't want to say it was a smooth transition because I've written for other Black-owned brands and publication prior to starting Sage. And I didn't always feel like my voice was being heard. And so I had to decline a few opportunities and realize while in school still that I had to um, step away because I... I feel like being a black woman and a creative, those should never be something that you have to die down or diminish. It should be able, it should be a part of you, but it should not be everything. And so I feel like my voice was not being honored. My writing style was not being honored. Um, and I didn't feel collectively a part of a team. So I vowed to myself that when that time comes, when God would shift things, you know, that I would, I would not have to give that same energy back. And so um, I feel like Sage has been the brainchild in my heart for a long time now. Um, and Herbie Speaks and the In My Skin campaign was just the paving way to get to where we are now. And um, I'm grateful. You have to be grateful for every part of your journey, every step that you take, because it all holds value. And you may not understand that during the time, but it will definitely um, come to fruition and make sense as time goes on. So just honing into every part of your journey and realizing that um, you got this and that everything that you need is inside of you and there's nothing that you can't do Scott, my, my boyfriend says the sky is just the beginning and I truly be believe that mm -hmm. I no longer say the sky is just a limit because we are beyond the sky you know we are created from someone who from a god creator who's beyond the sky so yeah my boyfriend always says that the sky is just the beginning so the sky is just the beginning not the limit Look, I'm a space nerd, so I could get real technical about how that is the tip of the iceberg, y'all. Stop playing. There's a lot out there. Yes. <laughs> so I would, I would love to call attention to something that you just shared. And I think that it's a really, really important conversation that needs to be had when we start talking about building community and what it and what it really takes, not only from a brand, for, but from a platform perspective where you have other people who are being encouraged to share and to share mm -hmm. their stories and to share their brands and to share whatever their business baby is. And so what you said is you've collaborated with platforms with people in the past and you did not feel seen or heard or necessarily uh, supported in a way to bring whatever your authenticity was to the table, right? Mm -hmm. And so that just made my mind go ch -ch 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 -ch, because I'm sitting here thinking that's so interesting as someone who has, you know, done freelance writing or like contributed in different ways to other people. How has that really informed the actual process of what it's like to engage with Sage Magazine as a creative, as a business owner, or as a brand? Mm -hmm. I love that question because like I said, I've always vowed to myself that when that time comes and whatever, whichever way direction that God, you know, leads me, 
to fulfill and to embark on, I would never want that process to be so strenuous for anyone else that we work with, that I work with. Um, and so the process working with stage is very, very interactive, very communicational. Um, it's, it's very smooth in a sense of, yes, we run into issues sometimes, you know, like everybody, no one's perfect. Um, yes, there may be, be some rough bumps in the road, but the way we handle it is very professional, very strong on communication and making sure that everybody feels comfortable. I feel like that is a very important thing. You know, oftentimes people may come to us, other creatives of all kinds and feel like, you know, this is just my first interview. I'm very nervous or this is my first photo shoot ever or I've never told my story, you know, like this in this amplified way before or these questions are very deep and it's just like, honey, it is okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. Share what you feel is right from your heart. Share what you feel your spirit and God is telling you to. And let's just flow with it. Whatever. I'm, I'm very big on everybody feeling comfortable and seen and heard because I know, I know what that feels like. And it was so hurtful and disappointing because as a fellow Black woman and creative, it's like you're going to feel, you, you want others of your kind and abroad to to feel heard and feel seen and, and to be appreciated of your work. And so not having that really, really honestly, truthfully gave me frustration. And I feel like that frustration is what turned Sage into what it is now. Um, turning that pain and that hurt and the disappointment into something beautiful, worthwhile, you know, beyond me, you know, greater than life itself um, has truly been a blessing and a journey that has not been easy. Although we make it look easy. <laughs> It has not been easy. It's been full of a lot of effort, a lot of long nights, a lot of praying, a lot of declaration, a lot of faith, a lot of sleepless nights, okay? A lot of time zone remembering. I probably remember almost every time zone now. <laughs> a lot of emails. You know, my fingers grow weary because of typing so much. You know, my eyes get dry because I need sleep or sometimes because I don't wear my glasses. It's just like a lot of things that people tend to forget because you make it look so beautiful. And of course, that is the goal to make everything feel copacetic and aesthetically pleasing. There's still a lot of work and blood and sweat, not in that way, but you know, just a lot of work and appreciation that goes into everything. I hold myself at a very high stature and quality and in everything that I do since I was little has always had to be, had to be I'm sorry, in the most best way, in, in a part of me, um, because I feel like at the end of the day, this is all a reflection and a representation of me. And of course, I'm not perfect like anyone else, but people see quality, people see excellence and God is excellence. And so I hold myself with that, that, that very caliber in anything that I do. So it was only right that I carry that same momentum and that same energy and presence into Sage and what there is to come because there is so much more to come. And I'm so excited to share more of that soon. Um, but yeah, so that's that's always been been my way of doing things and it has gotten me here and I that's a part of me that's something that I feel that will never go away for as long as I live and beyond I, I want to be remembered for being based on integrity you know and community and love and and passion and creativity and um equality and unity so those are just some of the things that I hold dear to me and just be able to share that on a larger scale has just been amazing so I'm excited. Well, speaking of, you gave the perfect segue because you're sitting here listing all of these things that you and your company by proxy really value. And so something that I've seen you talk a lot about just online, offline, whole shebang is really this concept of 
making sure that your platform, of course, it's communal based, right? So community is very important, but making sure that community is actually diverse, equitable, and inclusive. And I think that that's a really important and interesting conversation to have, particularly because like you literally run a magazine. And so we know (laughs) that magazines don't have the best history with all of that. But considering who your community is, like people like me, people uh, who run fashion brands and whatnot, like we are the consumers of the things that you guys are putting out there. I'm curious just like what that side of the journey has really looked like as you continue to make it a priority. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that question too. Um, Like I said, it hasn't always been easy. You know, we've reached out to so many different brands, high and low in a sense of upcoming and successful rather. Um, and the response hasn't always been great. You know, we've been turned down before by our own kind and abroad. Um, I have learned over the years, to be quite honest, to be okay with a no, you know, to be okay with the reroute, to be okay with rejection. Cause I truly feel like rejection is God's protection. And so at, during the time, it may hurt, it may sting, because of course you you want to work with this brand, you want to collaborate with whomever it is, whatever it is. Um, but for whatever reason, God does not see fit, and so I'm a firm believer in being okay with no, whether it's not an answer back, whether it's a no straight to our faces, whether it's okay, I'm interested, but never got back to us. You know, I'm I'm, I'm okay with that because I know that whoever and whatever God has for us in store will not pass us by will not leave us. And um, I'm very intentional about that. And so carrying that on to Sage, I don't want to say it's been effortless because it has been because there's a lot of effort and time that goes into it. However, I feel like being the type of person that I am and seeing so many different people, places, being from New York, coming down here when I was 17, um, not knowing anybody but family, you know, and, and being in a culture shock has truly allowed me to broaden my horizon and my imagination a bit more being such a like an introvert you know I've learned to be extroverted being out here in Atlanta for so long um I've learned to be able to be okay in a room full of you know wealthy people because for one I am proclaiming that I am wealthy and successful and so just learning to be myself throughout any room or any space that I am in and anything that entitles you know that same nourishment with my brand is something that's very important to me so just continuing that and realizing that a no is okay and a yes is even better but if if, even if a yes turns into a no that's okay too and just flowing with it you know flowing with life flowing with the moments that God in this life gives you and um, making the best of it you know making the best of it and knowing that it's okay to fail it's okay to mess up we are not perfect um, but we're giving another day every chance we breathe to be able to start over. So I feel like that's that's definitely what has helped me the most out of everything. I love that. And, you know, I'm going to like take my, uh, my niche and kind of apply it to what I'm hearing you say. Because sure. so everybody who listens to this podcast already knows Tiana is teams and leadership. And so one mm-hmm. of the most foundational things we always talk about is hiring on this show, right? And mm-hmm. so- when we talk about hiring in the mix of making sure that our companies are diverse, equitable, and inclusive, one of the mm-hmm. big freight, like the big phrase that we use is like, you need to cast your net far and wide. Mm. So we're not only 
you know, building our community based off of recommendations from the five people that are in our immediate circle. We are making sure that we're going to events that may, you know, putting it like you said, putting myself in rooms where I may so feel a little bit more uncomfortable. I may have to push myself to go into this room or making sure that like when I'm looking on Instagram, I'm not just looking at, you know, the people that I follow or my followers follow. I'm going further, I'm going wider, I'm going deeper. And so from a Mm -hmm. practical perspective, is that kind of what it's looked like for you? Yes, it has. Um, Like I said, we reach out. Honestly, I'll say it like this. I am a woman of faith. And so everything that I do leads back to God. Whether people agree with me or not, I've learned to be unapologetic about my faith because I was not They've written me off. I I was a premature baby. I'll just say that. I was born at one pound, two ounces. I was born at six months. I was in the hospital for five years. And so I have a trait to prove it. And so, um, and a whole bunch of warm words. So I will say that God has been in the center and the foundation of everything that I do. And I've had a lot of struggles and um, times of hurt and pain throughout the midst of my journey thus far because of my calling and my purpose. And um, and so being able to um, stay practical and to know that um, being able to stay practical and to know that no matter what happens, everything is going to work out is something that has been has been a mantra for me. And um it's something that I feel is necessary to be able to fulfill the calling and the purpose that God has for you. And um, stumbling upon that for my life ha- has been something that I've always known, but I was afraid of fulfilling, you know, growing up as a very like awkward, insecure, um, sheltered person has definitely made me realize that now as a 28 year old black woman creative I can step in rooms with millionaires and billionaires because that's who I am and although it may feel uncomfortable that is the path that God has for me and that I'm on and so just breaking free of that notion of that you are not worthy or successful or celebrated or valued um, based upon the opinions of others or society has something that has rung true within my spirit and that I feel so many people need to hear on a daily basis because let the world tell it, you know, if you don't have this kind of car, if you're not dressing this kind of way, if you're not showing all of your body parts, if you're not having plastic surgery every two minutes that you're not worthy and devil is a liar because that is far from the truth. And so being able to share that passion and that message throughout everything that I do, especially through Sage has has been honestly a dream country because I've never thought I'd be where I am today. But I feel like deep down inside, I've always knew that it would happen, but it just wasn't a part of the time or the plan during that time. So now it is. And um, I pray that people see that that passion and um, that drive and realize that they too have it inside of them. It's just a matter of it coming out. You know, it's just a matter of it being birthed. It's just a matter of it being activated because if you come to think about it, a butterfly has to go through the process too has to be a caterpillar, has to have its cocoon season of growth and evolution. And in turn, it becomes into a butterfly that's beautiful, you know, that flies into the sky and that is able to make an impact on everyone, no matter its size. So that's what I try to remember and 
try to exclude without everything when it comes to Sage and everything that I put my brand and our brands and um, my name to. Mm. Well, you are doing a beautiful job at that. And on that note, can you share with everyone uh, where they can actually find all of this goodness, all of this beauty, this metamorphosis that's gone down and really manifested itself into Sage Magazine? How can they find it? How can they connect with you? Tell them all the places. Awesome. So thank you again for having me. I'm so excited and grateful for this opportunity and to be able to inspire so many women and men across the globe, you know, to dive into their own God-given purpose and calling, you know, and to not be afraid. And if they are afraid to start where they are. So I just want to say that. Thank you again. Um, You can find us online on our website at www.thesagemag.us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest at Sage Mag Co. You can find us on YouTube on at Sage Magazine Incorporated. Um, and you can find me on my personal Instagram at underscore Her Beauty Speaks. I actually just brought it back. Um, oh. Her Beauty Speaks is a part of Sage. Yes, it's one of our brands. Um, but I brought it back because I've, I've always had a love for writing and photography and to be able to have a place, even if it's just one corner of the internet now, <laughs> um, to share that love and that that inspiration and encouragement on my own terms outside of Sage is something that has been in my mind for some time now. So Sage is a part of her, her speaks is a part of Sage. Um, but if you want to like learn more about me and just get a deeper sense of who I am as a person, you can definitely follow me online at underscore her speaks on Instagram and at her speaks on Twitter. Uh, well, thank you. Y'all got all the places. And just know that, of course, per usual, they are in the show notes for you. So don't even worry about it. If you can't remember something off the top of your head, we got you covered. Okay. <laughs> I forgot one thing. You oh, can probably go ahead. Big... Okay. Um, you can also find Sage Magazine at LD Shop in Ontario. It is a beautiful um, showroom for interior design, all the thing of all the things of interior design created by Melissa and Sasha LeClaire. And you can also find Sage Magazine right now at Citizen Supply. They actually just reopened, so you'll be finding them soon. But you can find Sage Magazine at Citizen Supply in Pont City Market. We'll be having all of our latest issues and copies over there as well. There you go, y'all, whether you're going to find them digital or you happen to be lucky enough to be in a physical location where the magazine is at print, you know where to go now. So thank you so much, Destiny. We really appreciated your time today. Thank you so much again. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. 